Hello, everyone. I wanted to share a story with you. I was driving down the road when I saw a homeless man sitting in front of a building. I looked over at him, and he looked directly at me, and he waved. This man, he wasn't asking for money. He was sitting there making sure the guy next to him had a warm blanket around him. After I waved back, a deep, empathetic feeling set in my heart. I felt compelled to go get some food. I went to McDonald's, wanted to buy something hot. And on my way back, I prayed and wondered if they will still be there. I put my mask on, and as I turned the corner, I excitedly spotted him. As I pulled up, he looked at me again as if he recognized me, and he looked almost as if he was waiting for me. He got up off the ground, and he trotted over to my car. I said, I brought you and your friends some food, some burgers, and I had them drop some hot fries for you guys. I said, there's some apple slices in there, some orange juice. I wanted to offer some sort of nutrition. And I said, oh, I should have gotten you a hot cup of coffee because it was so nippy outside. Yep, I said the word nippy and my niece Lex laughed every time I used that word. I told him, you know, I can go get you some coffee. And I looked at him. But then when I looked at him, I was able to see a man that God created. And for some reason, I was able to see honor in this man, prestige, the way he stood. But then when he opened his mouth, he had such a strong yet gentle voice. He had a nice smile. And he so eloquently said thank you and shared his appreciation and gratitude for the food. Before I could stop myself, I said, what happened? He briefly shared that he was once in the military. He said he was also a public speaker, which confirmed my perception of him. He shared how he stood up for justice on something that he felt was right and it turned left. He said he was dishonorably discharged. He may no longer be a public speaker or able to speak in governmental issues. I said, I'm so sorry to hear that, but you still have work to do. The Lord can use you. We have so much going on in our nations today. Tears flooded my eyes, but I didn't want to cry in front of him. I didn't want to make him feel bad or less than. I asked him, did he know the Lord? He said, yes. After our brief conversation, I drove off and I continued to pray for both of the men. You see, we all are equipped with the ability to do what comes natural to us. That's our talents. My mother, she was a small woman in stature, but she had an amazing, beautiful, strong voice. She could sing so loud like no other and no microphone needed. My dad, he was called to preach. He runs revivals and he draws crowds. Oh, he gives it his all. 
see my oldest sister. She can sing. She acts. And she also has such a beautiful decorative style. One of my sisters, she preaches the word and she sings. Lord, I have another sister who sings praise and worship. My youngest brother, wow, does he have the ability to produce words and rhymes off the top of his head with lyrics that flow so smooth, as they say. Oh, my. And my oldest brother, who I call Mr. Philosopher, he has such a beautiful, unique combination of godly wisdom, education, and street smarts all tied together. (laughs) You see, he can share some food for thoughts. I have daughters, nieces, nephews. They were all given so many talents. And I pray that God will allow them to continue to use their gifts and their talents. The parable in the Bible of talents being distributed. You know, talents are our natural aptitude or skill. And then it also comes, it means wealth. It comes in the form of wealth. Talents can produce wealth. <laughs> the man in the Bible who had five talents. He took his five talents. He traded He sold, he bought, he had the ability to double his profits. He was praised for that. He was praised for the wonderful job he had done. And because he was so faithful over those few things, he was made ruler over many. There was also a man who had two talents. He was able to double his profits as well. But there was one who was given one coin. He took that one coin and he buried it in the ground. He didn't want to take a chance to lose it, to avoid not getting a return on his investment. So he felt it was better to break even. But guess what? He was called lazy, slothful, and wicked because he failed to do anything with the talent that he was given. Not only that, but he was casted into the outer darkness. Oh my goodness. See, your talent, it isn't hard to identify. It's usually something that you're good at. It comes natural. It may need some tweaking. We may need some practice. But as time goes on, it becomes perfected. You see, we have to share things that God has given us. Many people are sitting on recipes. They're sitting on things that they're so good at. It's time to teach, to coach, to build up our younger generation on how to utilize their gifts and perfect their dreams. You aren't required to convince others to see exactly what's placed inside of you because no one can see it as you do. And also no one can do the things that you can do the way that you can do it. Never let your misfortune stop you. Praise God for those who are walking in their calling, their anointing, and utilizing their gifts. But those of you who are sitting on your gifts and you decide to bury what God has given you, I will advise you to go dig it up, sweep it off, Sweep off the dirt, dust off the cobwebs, get up, love yourself, and live. 
you will see what destiny feels like. You see, I see you.